everyone, and welcome to episode 87 of the Social Liability Podcast, the podcast where we discuss those folks in our lives that violate the social contracts that we all agree to live by. I am your host, the Raz Grease, with my co-host, the Buck Rowdy, bringing you new and interesting stories from the far reaches of the internet. And this is the second episode of our new abbreviated format. So uh, we got you know little 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 few less stories, but we're going to try to elaborate on them as much as we can. And Buck, there is a story that you know it, if you want to make sure that a story gets put on the show, you put a story in the feed about one particular subject. I guarantee you, I'm going to pick it. And I think everyone knows yep. what that is by now. That is North Korea. I love me stories about North Korea. <laughs> Especially, oh. the, especially the Jung family, because they, oh, they are so much fun if you're not a North Korean. Well, I mean, like, we should just unofficially rename North Korea the land of liabilities. I mean, because everything that this man does ends up on the Social Liability Podcast. I mean, the, the guy is a liability for the world. Let's, let's, let's not make light of that fact. Uh, but, you know, the... the, the Dear God. That's <laughs> the dick and dictator. Okay, you know what? Yeah, you get that one. You get the rim shot. Yep. So this story is not about King Jong-un. This story is about Kim Jong II. Uh, he was the general secretary of the Workers' Party of Korea from 1941 until 2011. What? It's Kim Jong-il. Is it? Yeah. yeah, it is. It is. Okay. It's all capitalized on my screen, so... I, I, you know what, I, I didn't know that until a YouTube video corrected me very recently. I'm not gonna sit here and be like, oh yes, Buck Rowdy knows all. No, I learned that shit from the internet, and I'm just passing on that knowledge to you. It is Kim Jong Il. Nope, you're absolutely right. Because later on down here in the article, it doesn't have it capitalized, so I see it. I made a mistake. <laughs> well, this is coming from one of their propaganda videos. In a propaganda video from 10 News, a street food stand outside of the Kumsong uh, Food Factory in Pyongyang uh, was selling wheat wraps to people, including children and soldiers. More shots displayed an industrial kitchen with trays full of filling, which appeared to contain vegetables like cabbage and carrots. Spinning meat resembling an El Pastor uh, Trompo could also be seen in some shots. It is unclear who in North Korea had access to the burrito-adjacent wheat wraps. North Koreans have historically faced food shortages, with the COVID pandemic increasing food instability in the country. Farming issues and vulnerability to climate change may create additional problems for the people there. Uh, while the more precise origins of the burrito are undetermined, there are... Uh, they are known to have originated somewhere in Mexico and have existed since the 1990s, growing popular in the U.S. in the 1950s. So there's not a whole lot to the article there, but the fact that in the, the propaganda video, which, you know, it's kind of hard for me to, to really relate. They're talking about, you know, all the great things from North Korea. And it has the picture of um, King Jong-il, you know, in this mural outside of uh, one of their government buildings. <laughs> and the claim is that he, you know in this kitchen is where King Jong Il created the burrito. Um, I forget which one was it, King Jong Il or King Jong Un that created the pizza. <laughs> I don't know. I just don't. Yeah, I, I can't even keep up with the fucking absurdity of that of that whole 
shitstorm of a country. Yeah, this is the same like country that, that banned leather jackets because the King Jong Un likes leather jackets and wears them. So people are are going to start copying his fashion style. So leather jackets are now banned for anybody except King Jong Un. Ah, <laughs> uh, I mean, it, the absurdity of everything that comes out of that that country is just. And and I, and I know most North Koreans realize that they're they're oppressed they're you know completely you know being brainwashed by their government but there are people out there that legitimately think that north korea is not so bad you have celebrities from the united states going over there and becoming friends with king jong-un looking at you dennis rodman uh and others for that matter and there's people that still take um you know clandestine what was the word vacations to north korea Americans are forbidden from going to North Korea, but if you go to China, you can take the train to North Korea, and people do. Um, you wouldn't catch my ass in North Korea. Let me tell you that right now. <laughs> as no many, as, way. As, as much as I like watching the documentaries and and laughing at at, at the, the, the absurd propaganda that gets put out, you wouldn't catch me dead in that country. No, sir. I had the shit scared out of me in China. I can't imagine going to North Korea where they don't give a shit about diplomatic relations. Oh, man. I was watching a YouTube video about a lady who defected from North Korea. And she was uh, she was talking about like shit that she didn't even know existed. And she's like, the number one thing that I found when I came to the United States after defecting from North Korea was tampons. Seriously? And I was just sitting there, like, uh, uh, like it, my mind blew. Like, I'm not a woman. I don't have to deal with this, you oh, know, with, with menstruation <laughs> and things. You're damn skippy, dude. I'll fucking keep my MS. I'll keep it. You can, you can, yeah. Mm-mm. No. But so, and then having to deal with that without even, like, sanitary napkins or feminine hygiene products. And I was just sitting there thinking to myself, how can you go through, how did you not know this existed? And then she explained it further. The, the, the concept of using something just one time doesn't exist to them over there. Like, that's not on their radar. Like, that's how fucking poor and destitute they are. Like, one time? Like, seriously, you're only going to use that once and then do what? Throw it away? Are you nuts? Like, that's their thought over there. So, like, Q-tips, you know, tampons. You know, stuff like that. Paper plates. When she saw people throwing plates in the trash, like, she was explaining, she was like, I almost, I, so it's not hard to believe that, you know, yeah, yeah, I'm going, I'm going off topic here about, about this. I'm starting to sound like I'm doing a fundraiser, but it's, it's just, it's just amazing and almost appalling. It, well, not even almost, it is appalling about, you know, the, the level of, of shit that, that, that this regime is pulled over there and then claiming that you invent the burrito. I love like, that. I love how they, he always claims he, it's not even just him. It was his father before him always claiming yeah. that they invented something. Those, those ones make me giggle. They really do. Well, I mean, <laughs> it's like where, where in the Korean, you know, like language would we find a root to the word burrito? Like I don't speak 
North Korean. Well, they're calling no, they're, they're telling them calling them wheat wraps. Oh, wheat wraps. Yeah, those oh. are wheat wraps, but so, it's, it's a burrito. Oh, oh, okay. Okay, I see what he did there. Oh, clever there, Kim. Oh, clever. <laughs> Just rename the whole... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, this is this is no... This this thing I'm holding here, this uh, bottle of uh, nicotine juice for my e-cig, is no longer a bottle. It's a vessel. I invented it. And it, yeah. and, and, okay. and it has contains happy juice. <laughs> yeah, it's it's stress relieving elixir in my vessel. I invented it. How do you feel about this? <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah. We can insert a hearty guffaw and a chortle all in the same track now. Alright, so good old Kim and the whole freaking dynasty of North Korea gets a five. As always. As always. Automatically. Everything from the Kim family automatically gets a five. Just it just does. Alright, Buck, we're gonna take a turn. Uh we've I'm not sure if we've covered this story or not, but it's a little bit of a follow-up. This is coming from policetribune.com, Dayton, Ohio. Uh investigator clears cops who dragged paraplegic man by his hair. Dayton police announced on Monday that investigations into the officer's use of force against a paraplegic suspect whom they pulled from his car by his dreadlocks did not violate department policies. The incident occurred on September 30, 2021, with Dayton police officers stopping Clifford Owensby's vehicle when they observed him driving away from a known drug house. Dayton Police Major Police John said in a statement that officers called for a narcotics canine unit to do a free air sniff of the vehicle for drugs based on Owensby's past felony drug and weapons history. Dayton police uh, policy requires that occupants of the vehicle to exit for their own safety and the safety of the canine officer to perform this free air sniff. Uh, body cam video from the incident showed officers told Owensby he would have to get out of the vehicle while the canine searched the car and the driver told them he couldn't. I can't step out, Owensby said. I'm a paraplegic. The officers told the driver they would help him out of the car, but Owensby said he didn't want to be touched and requested that a police supervisor be called to the scene. The video showed that Owensby, the officers told Owensby that he, they would call a supervisor after he was out of the car. So you can cooperate and get out of the car, or I would drag you out of the car. Uh, you see your two options, the police officer told Owensby in the video. Uh, body cam video shows Owensby repeatedly yelling at the officers that he was going to hurt, uh, I'm sorry, that he was going to hurt him. Oh, he would be referring to you're going to get, I'm going to get hurt. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, when he refused to allow the officers to help him out of the vehicle, the body cam shows an officer reach in and grab Owensby by his arm and dragged him from the vehicle. Then the video showed the officers grab Owensby by his hair and dragged him onto the pavement and pinned him to the ground. They dragged me to their vehicle like a dog, like trash. It was a total humiliation. Owensby told reporters at a press conference in October of 2021. Uh, the video showed the officers had hoisted him up under his arms and dragged him to the police video. Major John said the paraplegic man was taken to the hospital and examined for possible injuries and released. Police searched Owensby's vehicle and found $22,450 inside. He told the, money, told the police the money was his savings. The police uh, report showed Owensby was charged with obstructing official business and resisting arrest. Uh, but Dayton Municipal Court uh, visiting judge Patricia Cosgrove only found Owensby guilty of a window tint and child restraint violation and fined the driver $150 for each count. 
Owensby's attorney, James Willis, announced plans to file a civil lawsuit after his client uh, was sentenced. It's against the law to drive with tinted windows. Nobody disputes that. When you put a kid in the car or a certain type of seat, you are supposed to put him in, and he didn't do that. Uh, so he should be punished. Uh, we have no problems with that, and he's prepared to pay the fines. But that's not an invitation for you to beat him up. The man's a paraplegic. Dayton Police Chief uh, Cameron Afzal uh, released the results of the internal investigation on January 10th and explained that neither the neither officer had violated the police department's use of force policy when they arrested Owensby. Activists have demanded an apology from the police, uh, but Chief Afzal said that that wasn't the right solution to the problem. If you want people, uh, we want the people to, if you have an issue with our officer's behavior, you have so many different ways in the city to make a complaint. Uh, the recently sworn in police chief told reporters, quote, don't make a scene at the time that the law hand, that the law of the land gives the officers in the United States ability to effect that stop. Uh-huh. Chief Afzal said that police uh, officers had violated the Dayton police's body cam video policy when they shut off their body cameras after they put Owensby in the back of the police vehicle. He said the officers were given a memorandum of training for stopping the cameras and said that he had requested a review of body cam training and policies. Police chief said that he planned to work with the city's legal department to make changes to the policy as needed. The department will continue to look for ways to improve officer training. Continued education in this profession is not only required, but imperative to ensure that you are equipped to deliver this service of public safety to all those who work, live and work in Dayton. He also said the Americans with Disabilities Act training had been scheduled for all the officers and that an attorney would be hired to help monitor the department's compliance. Newly sworn uh, Dayton Major Jeffrey Mims Jr. wasn't happy with any of that. We can do better, and I'm committed to working with Dayton and working to strengthen the community police relationship, uh, Mims said in a statement. Buck, you go first. You're muted there, Bucky. You're going to want to unmute that microphone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm sorry about that. I, I just... I can't get off of one little detail in this one. Like, were the police justified in asking him to get out of the car? Like, from the, from, from the get-go, was their request for him to step out of the vehicle, like, within their scope? Did they have a good reason for that? It's their policy. I, I understand that. So it's their policy to have somebody get out of the it's, car. Okay, so they're, they're what they'll say and what they did say. It's for officer and um, uh, a subject uh, suspect safety. It's bullshit. It, it's it's they use it as an excuse to get you out of the vehicle. That's what it is. Uh, I've okay. I've worked with police dogs. Never had one assigned to me other than the, the, the canine we mentioned in the last episode that was going to be for drug interdiction. But um. You know, I've never, so I've never had one that was used for this type of purpose. Never one like, out on the street quote. Um, but you know, you, you in most cases, you, I've never seen anybody have to be removed from the vehicle in order for the dog to do an open air sniff. That an open air sniff is where, literally where they walk the dog around the car in a circle. Um, right now, me personally, I have a huge issue with police dogs. Police dogs in general are they're on their way out and they need to go. Uh, there's no, there's no need for them anymore. And the current, uh, state of police dogs in this country, they're, they're being obsolete. 
in the state of Colorado, they've pretty much been legislate. Uh, the, the courts have pretty much said that you know they're they're useless now, and you can't use them for anything, because the entire you know force of police dogs are all trained to search for marijuana, and most places have marijuana laws that make it legal. So you know you have this problem with that, but also and you know I I, I can tell you this matter of factly, it's bullshit. Having the dog, well the dog the dog indicated, well. What's the dog do? Does the dog go, hey, psst, there's pot in that car? No, the dog you know, does something that the that the, the handler uh, recognizes, but only the handler. You know, <laughs> there's no, and they can just say, yeah, the dog the dog did something. Well, and you don't find it. Okay, well, the dog was wrong. You know, how many? T- you know, what's the average? You know, does the dog have to hit ninety percent of the time or it gets retired? No, they just they just keep using it, and you can use a dog to just get somebody out of a car if you want them out of a car. Um, with their policy, it is they're, they're just looking for a reason to get this person out of the car. He left a drug house. They knew who he was. They pulled him over for the tint. That was a that was a um, uh, just a reason to pull him over. It wasn't oh we're gonna pull somebody over because they have tint. No, they they were they were looking for a reason to pull him over. Right. They found one, and then they wanted to get him out of the vehicle. So they you know, they we're gonna bring the dog over. You know, it's it's complete and utter bullshit. Now I've right. actually now 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 on the flip side of it, on the flip side of it, I've actually seen the video from the body cam, and it's kind of hard to show, you know, on a podcast. But the guy was a dick. I mean, <laughs> a lot of this is probably right. see, because he was such an asshole. <laughs> right, and see, that was going to be that's where I wanted to go with this because if the cops had a good reason to pull him out of the car, and he's like. And then he wanted to persist and be like, fuck you, no. Uh, well, you know, problem with the way the whole thing went down. Then. You know. But sounds to me like this guy, like, it's a comedy of errors. Like, the yeah. police officers really shouldn't have so done what they did. I've, I've seen... And then this guy shouldn't have behaved that I've way. I've seen the story when it first broke, when it first happened, not you know, back when it originally happened, the guy was a dick. And the whole thing was he didn't have his wheelchair with him. Okay. Didn't have his wheelchair with him. Cause he thought he was going to make an errand, come back, boom. And so his chair was left at his home. So he had nothing to transfer into. So the whole, like, we're going to help you out of the car and do what? <laughs> Carry? Him? No, that's a, no. That, and see that I have a freaking problem with. Nobody puts their hands on, on like, you got to have training and know-how to do the laying upon of hands for somebody with a disability. They can't just manhandle them, McGill gorilla them wherever the fuck you well, think they should go. And here's the whole thing. Even, even in ex- when you had to expedite it for whatever reason, you still need to ha- have the knowledge and to do that. But in this particular instance, he's pulled over. The vehicle's secured. They can stand right there. He's not going to run away. Uh, so the whole thing about the, you know, there, there was no, there was no, um, reason they had to expedite everything. They could have very easily have said, can, um, we have somebody go get your wheelchair? You know, they could have said, can you call someone to bring your wheelchair? There, there's many things they could have done. They could have called an ambulance. Oh, yeah. They could have called an ambulance and the, the EMTs could have done their job. But no, yep. they they had this because the guy was an asshole. They were being assholes, and they all had to see whose dick was bigger. That's what it came down to. They all it was just it, they were all measuring their it was goddamn comedy dicks. Of 
And, you know, typically the guy in the wheelchair is going to lose. I can tell you from personal experience, the guy in the wheelchair normally loses. (laughs) I can, it's just, it just really happens that way. So in this instance. In most cases. But but I think what we're rating on this, and tell me if you think I'm wrong. These internal investigations, well, they violated no policies. Fuck you. They screwed up and you know it. Just admit it. God damn. This is now, why people that, hate that... police now. Mm-hmm. Because they never admit yep. that they're wrong. You, you, if yeah. you show yourself as being the bigger person, like if like every time I, I interact with somebody or interacted with somebody in, in a capacity where I have authority, I am the most sickeningly nice person you've ever met. I am disgustingly sweet because I don't know where cameras are at. (laughs) So I'm not going to be an asshole because the moment I say one thing like, ah, well, fuck you. That's the clip that's going on YouTube folks. That's the one. But in this particular instance is everybody's a dickhead. Now, if they had shown a video of them saying, well, sir, um, we have to do this. How can we, how can we help you? Can we get the chair here? Can we send someone to get it? We'll call an ambulance. You know, can you tell us how to safely do this? It, it, with him being a dick that he was, oh my God, they would have looked like a million bucks. They would have looked like a million they bucks. Really but in, instead, they got their fucking feelings hurt and decided, that, well, you know, respect my authority and drug him out of the car. Yeah, and you know, how hard is it to move somebody who really can't move? You know, like, it's like shooting fish in a barrel, you know? Like, why don't you just go punch a kid once you're done? You know, manhandling a guy who can't even... Come on. You know, you're right. Good manners, they don't cost a fucking dime, but they could save your life. They could save your job. I mean, like, all, all, you know, just just because you disagree doesn't mean you need to be disagreeable. Like, that's... Let's leave it at that. And uh, in this particular instance, I'm going to give the police review board and the chief the big old five. Yep. All right, Buck. Our next story comes from KJ97iHeart.com. Don't ask me why, but it's a radio station. Why radio stations have uh, these news articles they post on their website, I've yet to figure out. I mean, obviously, it's we're looking at it, and they're... Um, they're, they're going to get ad revenue off of that, I guess. I mean, I guess that's the reasoning. It just seems like such a... It, 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 it seems like I'm going to go to the gas station to buy, you know, um, RC car parts. You know, it just, it just that's not where you'd expect it to be. <laughs> right. But I can tell you currently at KJ97, which is a um, Texas station, that they're currently playing I Hope by Gabby Barrett. Uh, San Antonio is number one for new country. Don't ask me why it's on the bottom of the screen there. But this is a report out of Omaha. Omaha woman calls police after her cat attacks her for being disciplined. And they have the greatest picture of a mad cat ever for the, for the article. A Omaha woman called for police for help because one of her cats was attacking her. According to the Lincoln Journal Star, on Monday, January 10th, police arrived at the apartment near 37th and Dodge Street after a 52-year-old woman called for about her aggressive cat. 
Police reported, uh, the police report states that the woman told authorities that her two cats were fighting. She scolded the more violent cat by telling it she was going to put it in its room. The cat did not react well to being disciplined and became angry with its owner. In retaliation for being threatened with a timeout, the cat began attacking the woman. <laughs> the woman told authorities that she was finally able to gain control of the cat. She locked it inside of a bedroom. Oh, my Lord. Officers said the woman was injured and transported to Nebraska Medicine for treatment with multiple superficial claw marks. The aggressive cat was taken to the Nebraska Humane Society. They took the cat to jail, Buck. They arrested the cat. <laughs> there was no updates on the cat after it was taken. Uh, we've, <laughs> we are frequently hear about dogs attacking their owners, but rarely do we hear about an arranged cat that uh, attacks after being told it's going to be put in timeout. <laughs> wow. <laughs> We're going to put you in timeout. Oh, fuck you, lady. I'm going to claw the shit out of you. Wow. I mean, what's there to say about wow, that? Wow, wow, wow. So, Sounds like somebody's got a real angry pussy. That's all I got to say. Uh... I'm going to throw that joke out there i have to uh, it's it's almost an obligation dude with a with a story like this how can we not go there true. how can we not go there true yeah and i've been clawed and i've been bit by a cat it's not fun but jeez. but you know I, have you ever i've never actually threatened you a cat with time so bad i've never actually threatened a have cat you, with time out though yeah, I'm saying, have you ever been injured by a cat that bad that it required you to be taken to a medical care facility? Yeah, I don't think she probably had to be taken to a medical care facility. She just was. <laughs> you know what? After you after you call the police or, to come handle your cat, you better make a show of it. <laughs> hey, you know what? Regardless. Regardless. I mean... Yeah, I. You know what? I kind of. Now that I think about it, I think your uh, your vein of thought there is a little bit more correct. But, um, have you I ever mean, have you like, ever been have you ever been attacked by a pet buck? No. Well, you know what? I had a dog. Uh, I had a dog that uh, that my Mexican roommate and I bought from. Uh... My God! Tell me it was a Chihuahua. No, no, it was a Doberman. Oh shit. Um, it was... <laughs> Yeah, no, man. This dog was fucking. Oh, well, you know, in in Mexico, when they retire a police dog, it's not like some ceremony where they go to like their handler's house. It's more like they take it out to the side of the road, and you know, you're retired. Dog. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah, yeah here's uh, one last little kibble, maybe a treat, and then boom. And um, so we 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 adopted a three three legged Doberman. Okay, it lost a leg, and the dog hated me. <laughs> the, 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 no, like don't, like I actually have like nightmares sometimes because the dog hated me so bad. My Mexican roommate went to go visit his family in Veracruz and left me with the dog for two days, and I couldn't go through the front door of my house. While my Mexican roommate was gone, I had to borrow a neighbor, 
uh, uh, borrow ladder from my French neighbor because I live next to a French dude. I was wondering why you kept referring uh, to him as your I, Mexican roommate. <laughs> now yeah. it's more clear. Go on. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. There, there was a big basket. Of, there was a big bas- basket of culture in that neighborhood. But no. Um, so I had to go over to my French neighbor's house and be like, "Hey, man, I, I need a ladder." It was a very comical exchange because he didn't speak Spanish or English, and I don't speak French. So you know, we we muscled through that, and I had to climb through the second floor of my house to get into my bedroom to go to sleep every night. Because I couldn't go through the the main portion of the home. Like, the dog hated me that bad. It really, really did. So, I, it never bit me. It never actually attacked me. But that's the closest I've come. Like, if I would have got the door open, it would have came at me. Like, I had to go up through a ladder into my bedroom. That was the only room that I could go into. I was pissing out the window. Like, seriously, like, <laughs> like, no, man, like, it was that bad. <laughs> it was that bad. But that's the only, and, uh, you know, I had, uh, I had a dog that bit me once, but it wasn't even an attack, you know, so that, that very loosely counts, but, you know, one, now I've never been like actually attacked, just been really close to it. But yeah, my dog now, the worst, the worst that my dog now does is give me a side eye. She'll, <laughs> she'll like squint. Well, she'll see, give me a mean mug. I have a, a miniature dachshund. You know, he's, he's 10 pounds. <laughs> and everyone's like, hey, why do you have such a little dog? I go, because I want to make sure I can take it in a fight. <laughs> I don't want a dog that's got yeah. a chance of kicking my ass. <laughs> you know, we hey, had man. A, Dynamite comes in smaller packages than that dog does, and look what it does to people. That's true, too. But, you know, we, we were that family where everyone brought their animals to us or the hurt animals or the found animals. We were just that 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 family. I don't know why. And, and at one point, we ended up with a parrot, uh, a little uh, sun, sun conure. You familiar with those little bastards? Uh, they're about the size nope. of, a, of a glass of water, uh, and they are some of the mouthiest birds in creation. They are loud. They are obnoxious. And this bird, you know, just never shut the fuck up until one day I found out it hated, it hated this little stuffy that my brother had gotten out of a crane machine or something. Uh, It was a little stuffy of Bill Goldberg, the WCW wrestler. And, you know, I took this thing and I would just set it on top of his cage looking down at him and he would just sit there, you know, with his head cocked, looking straight up at this damn thing and wouldn't move. He was terrified of that stuffy. And I'm like, yeah, got your ass. So every time he started that, that squawking, just never shutting up nonsense. I'll be like, here, take, take bill. And, and then one day that little asshole, I did somehow or another, the, the cage door was open when I wasn't home or whatever. And I came and I sat down in the living room and all of a sudden, this bird came flying across the living room at me and landed on my junk. I'm laying there on the, the, the big sofa chair, and, and this damn bird just lands on my junk. And this bird hated me. So why did he fly to me? Because he stood on my, right on my package and just stared at me, and he wouldn't move. Every time I'd try to, like, shush him off, no, he'd start, he'd start biting at me. So he's like, 
revenge, motherfucker. We're going to go. And I got I had to have to like reach up and grab this giant pillow and like knock the bird off of me. Because you ever been bitten by a parrot? No. It hurts. No. I, but I have well, I can only imagine because I see their chew toys and stuff like that in cages and pet stores. Like you ever go buy a parrot cage or a bird cage in a pet store, look in the inside of all the little stuffy stuff that those birds have. Those beaks they go through everything except for the bars on the cage. Those things can crack through just about anything. They are nasty little bastards. And the bigger the bird, the bigger the bird, the worse the freaking beak, man. Yeah. You know, I, my I, kid's babysitter, my kid's babysitter had a macaw. Yeah, I had a girlfriend and... who got bit by a macaw in a pet store one time. It, it, it left. It got her right on the forearm. Yeah, man. Like those things don't fuck around, man. And like those, oh, she would give it like, she called them chew toys. The babysitter would give the, the McCall like, you know, a big wooden dowel. And the thing would just take it and be like, yeah, just clamp down on it, start breaking it in half. Like five minutes later, the babysitter's like, oh, oh, got some kindling for the fire. I'm like, that's ridiculous. Like, I wouldn't, like, and my kids love this bird. Like, I don't have, ah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, uh. I, I, I will never have a pet that I can't take in a fight. That's 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 my that's my litmus test for a pet coming into the house. If I can't, if yeah. I if I'm not confident that I can kick its ass, I don't want. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like seriously, what kind of sense does it make to bring in a greater beast than you to your own home? Like that that's that's just insipid. Like no, anything that comes into my home especially as a pet, I am, I am the greater beast. Like, that's it. Like, that's it. I, I agree with your logic. You know, people are like, Oh yeah, I own a tiger. I'm like you're fucking insane. You're just, you're just like one bad day away from being a meal. That's what you are. <laughs> that's, that's it, man. Like people who own pets like that. It's like, Oh yeah, I've got a 30 foot freaking Python. I'm like, Oh, Oh really? Oh really? How do you fucking sleep at night? How do you put your pillow, head on your pillow? You know, this lady that we're talking about here, all, all that happened to her was her cat got on because she was going to go into a timeout. Yeah, see, I've had pythons in the past, but I've had ball pythons. Ball pythons are unique in that if you get them when they're small and you put them in a, a small enclosure, like a, say a 15-gallon aquarium, they will grow to a size where it's like they're comfortable and then they stop. They won't get any bigger. Right. They won't turn into one of those bastards where you put it around your neck and walk around town. Look at me. I have a snake. I'm the snake guy. No, I can stick that son of a bitch in my pocket. You know, whatever. He's going to wrap around my wrist. Eh, what are you going to do, you little shit? You know? <laughs> yeah. You know what? Snake guy loves his fucking snake until the snake gets freaking hungry. Uh, yeah, until there's a rat. Snake guy... snake guy loves a snake until there's a rat shortage. <laughs> right. Well, I'm telling you, man. Like, I hope snake guy only has a snake. No freaking dog, no freaking cat. Like you can't have animals. Like oh. that shit pisses me off. That's that's a whole different vein of liabilities. Walking around with snakes around your neck. It's like come on, come on. Well, like what are you a fucking herpetologist? No, no, you are not. You're just a dude who owns a snake. Like leave the shit in the house. You have no training. You're not Jack fucking Hannah. You're a dude who owns a snake. 
put the shit back in the fucking cage. Nobody's impressed. Like, don't, don't, don't bring it near me. Don't bring it near my kids. We're going to have a fucking problem. Like, I don't want, I don't want your bullshit pet. You know, no. Yeah. And then, all right. Have you ever been into a house? Have you ever been into a house where somebody else's pet has a problem with you? That's, that's when shit gets dicey. Yeah. I'll tell you what, man. Because you're trying to be a good guest at the same time. You're trying to keep fucking killer away from you. <laughs> yeah, man. It's like, I don't care. I don't care that you adopted this dog and renamed it Fluffy. Its name was Hitler when you got it from the kill <laughs> shelter. And now, and now what? You know, what, 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 are we, what are we doing here? Okay. <laughs> like, like other people. Okay. No, okay. man. Like, <laughs> laugh. <laughs> laugh Hitler. all you want, man. Laugh all you want. <laughs> laugh all you want. I, I used to be a financial advisor and I used to go into people's houses to like meet with them. And let me tell you what. I did it when I was when I was a little less handicapped than I am now. I had forearm crutches. And I'll tell you what, you take a look at those old forearm crutches and you can see. You can see the damage that people's pets do. Oh my gosh, I had a guy with a dog that all I could do until he came and got the dog was just keep on making sure that when that dog bit, it got the crutch and not my leg. Like that was it. It was horrifying. Guy's like, just get back in your car, get back in your car. I'm like, the crutches mean I can't walk. Like, give me a break, man. I'm fucking stuck here. Come get your dog. Like, yeah, well, people people and their pets can be kind of silly. Yeah. Calling the police to get your cat off of you, though, that's, that's a little, like, I'm not going to say insane. Like the police well, are there to help I'll, you. And if you got a problem, you got to call yeah. the police. But well, I will say that last I mean, night our, uh, our 40 or 50 pound dog and I had a disagreement and uh, I didn't have to call the police on it. I handled that on my own. <laughs> that being said, folks, that's going to bring us to an end of this episode. Thank you for listening. Uh, and we hope that you enjoyed the new version of the podcast. If you don't, please let us know. So we know what, 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 what direction we want to go with it. Uh, I am the Raz Grease with my co-host, the Buck Rowdy, wishing you all a happy and safe week.